You're listening to episode 70 of the Broken Glass Podcast, paying dues to grow a career in music with Natasha Meister. You're listening to the Broken Glass Podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Today, I have singer-songwriter, guitarist Natasha Meister from London, Ontario. She has over 10 years of experience in the industry touring different parts of the world, capturing audiences with her guitar playing and vocals. So welcome to the podcast, Natasha. Thank you so much, Christy. Thanks for having me today. I'm excited to have you here. I, like I mentioned in a, you know, our kind of like green room area that, um, you know, I was looking through your bio and you've got some really cool stories to tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm excited to have you on here to kind of talk about that and, you know, your, your experiences both in um, you know, North America, as well as Africa and, and all that. So let's just kind of dive right in and just tell me and my audience a little about yourself, what you're doing right now, and then we'll kind of take it backwards uh, into how you got into the industry. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm a singer, guitarist, songwriter. Um, yeah, I've been doing it professionally for a good 10 years now. Um, I was living out of the country for a little while, but I'm back home in Canada. Um, I'm currently based in Mississauga, Ontario. Um, and what I'm doing these days is, you know, just trying to, I guess, like everyone else, survive in um, this whole COVID era. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, currently we're, or the area I'm in, we're, yeah, we're in like full lockdown. So it's been tough, <laughs> like, especially this last or just month even particularly. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, not really being able to get out there and play shows as much as or at all. Um, and I really miss performing, of course, but I'm keeping busy with songwriting um, and just, yeah, just kind of working on like my own creativity and kind of growing my own skills and, and you know, working on, you know, just improving little things here and there. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, still connecting with other people. I think that's especially important during these times. You can't really be with other others, but connecting sort of online, right? And just listening to a lot of music, getting inspired. So yeah, just trying to stay positive these days. It's hard, I tell you. Um, you know, I, I'm actually originally from Calgary, Alberta. And so I have family across Canada and it's, it's hard. I mean, you know, I'm still a citizen, so I can go back, but to okay. get into the country, it's hard. Um, it's hard, you know, people are in lockdowns and, you know, I was based in LA for so long and now they're going through like the worst of it. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's a crazy time. And I was thinking the other day, I was like, I, I miss shows. I miss going to shows. It's been probably next week. It'll be a year since I saw anything live. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, probably the same for me. It's kind of crazy. Like, I mean, I miss performing, but also like you said, I miss like also just watching you know, going to see live concerts or even just local artists, you know, supporting each other. Um, yeah, definitely, you know, lacking <laughs> that in my life right now. So I can't wait till the day, you know, we're back to normal and we can do those things again. Yeah, for sure. And 
I've, you know, there are a lot of people who I know have been doing, they've been doing live streams on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and some of my, the bigger artists, I know um, one of my favorite bands is doing like a three-part series. So they're okay. starting this Friday and it's, I think every other week. Yeah. And they're doing a, a live, a live show, um, just streaming. That's a good idea. It, yeah, so I, I did a couple of streaming shows. I haven't actually done those in a while. Maybe, maybe I should get back on, on <laughs> as well. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's, you know, kind of the only way we can get out there right now. It's just everything's online. So we just got to work right. with what we got, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I've heard of some people going out, like, um, you know, going out to parks and just, you know, playing acoustically out in the yeah. open space where they, in the cities that allow it. And just, right, right. you know, yeah. just to get that performance, because, yeah. you know, we, you know, as performers and then as fans, we all yeah. miss it so much. It's just, I it's, know. you know, and at first it was like, oh, this is going to be a month. And then okay. now we're like, what month? Yeah. I don't know, 10? <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, and there's like, I don't know. It feels like it's just going to keep stretching out for a while. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> what, yeah. There's the, obviously there's the vaccine they keep talking about. Right. I think it's slowly going to get out there, but it's going to take like time. Take time. Mean, yeah. Well, it's good. Worldwide population here. So. Yeah. It's good to hear though, that you were able to, you know, really work on, still work on your craft. And yeah. um, I know a lot of people, didn't have that opportunity. You know, they had a lot of things going on, but it sounds like you've been really able to just sit down and work on your music. You mentioned yeah. um, a new single coming out. So yeah, um, it's out already. So it's called okay. Diamond Kiss. Um, yeah, it's my latest single, my latest release um, since I, uh, I released my previous, my EP uh, that was earlier in uh, 2020. It was called Love Confessions, um, which is are still available online on all your digital platforms like Apple Music, iTunes, um, Amazon Music, Spotify, all that. But yeah, so my latest single, Diamond Kiss, um, is out and available on all those platforms too. And um, yeah, I'm, I hope people are enjoying it. And if they haven't heard it yet, they must go check it out. Um, it's it's um definitely yeah i'm going in a more even more pop sort of electronic direction at the moment um i'm very like experimental with my sound like constantly it's kind of always evolving so um you know i hope my fans just kind of enjoy the ride with me <laughs> it's like i feel like they, they never know which, which where i'm going to turn to next but um you know i think in some ways that's good it kind of keeps people on their toes too so i was gonna say it keeps it interesting yeah. and i i enjoy that when you know you don't want to hear the same song the same yeah thing over and over again and I love hearing when artists can uh, infuse different sounds and yeah. styles into their you know it just makes it a big you know it's it's you it's not like you yeah. corner yourself into one specific genre yeah. and you're yeah yeah it's like a whole fusion of and I think as well like for me like I've experimented with so many different genres over like the last well basically since I started in music which is like at six seven years old like Kind of going way back to my roots like my dad was like a big country fan so that's what i was very much exposed to like the first sounds i heard and like country and then i got into blues and then into rock kind of like transitioning yeah into rock and then pop rock and now like more commercial like pop um like katy perry lady gaga kind of stuff um with the you know electronic very produced sort of vibe so um i guess yeah it's kind of all fused into one sort of sound now i i guess <laughs> um but uh yeah so i mean obviously you never really lose your roots right it's always going to come come out in your music so yeah i think it's always interesting when when an artist has like 
yeah, like has evolved like over years and how that kind of molds and shapes your sound. Like, you know, that, yeah, I think it's quite interesting how that kind of works. <laughs> yeah, no. And so you mentioned a little bit about how you got into the industry um, and, and into music, really. How, what interested you about making music industry your career and, and building up, building it up in that way and then, you know, songwriting, all of that? Yeah, um, what kind of got me interested Wow. I mean, yeah, I guess I just kind of also just grew up in a somewhat musical household. Like I said, my dad was, um, you know, big country fan. Um, he used to be a musician back in his day too. And then, um, and well, my mom, she, she loved to sit, I mean, she wasn't professional, but she loved to like just sing around the house. I remember she sang also in our church choir and, um, and then my grand, my grandparents as well, they, um, they were very musical, like around me and my older sister growing up. Like I remember singing um, like, uh, like hymns around the piano and um, we were, you know, singing with them. And so, yeah, I think just having music around me all the time growing up uh, just played such a huge role and had an impact on me that it, yeah, I guess it was just so in my blood then at that point already from early on, it just felt natural to continue heading in the direction of, of music and I think the older I got obviously I became more independent and um, kind of found my own way and, and my own sort of passion for music. Um, I think the first time I really I guess realized I actually really loved music and I wanted to do it professionally was I guess like at some point in high school I can't say there was like one profound moment where I was like aha like this <laughs> this is you know the career I wanted you know do and and make it as an artist I think yeah it was just sort of generally in high school I um you know it's also just I think a difficult time for kids like during high school and we're changing and evolving and it's complicated and right. anyway so it was like one of those things I really just kind of latched onto and it was kind of like a very it was like a constant for me and I could always kind of rely on it you know if I had a bad day or something right. and it yeah, kind of carried me through and um I think just the power the power of music was what really captured me I guess and wanted yeah gave me that sort of passion to pursue it like full-time yeah I think I think that would be it like the power behind music right just how it can affect how people feel and 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 you know it's such yeah give powerful emotions and stuff so I think it's right. amazing how music can do that and yeah yeah and it, I mean for me I noticed it's especially noticeable this year right like I've turned to so many different playlists, so many different, you know, new albums that have come out just to, you know, I think being like home all the time and not having the outside stimulation, I can tell how much a certain album or a song affects my mood. Right, right. Right. Like I think when we're in our daily lives and it's, you know, we're not really focused on it, it's kind of like, oh, okay. You don't notice how it affects you, but exactly, yeah. it, yeah, it, it definitely makes an impact. And, you know, that's kind of similar to why I, I mean, I, I'm not a performer by any means, but why I got into the industry is because I love the impact it has on people yeah. and, you know, their, their lives and, you know, going, I mean, when we can go to shows, just, you know, you forget what's going on in the world for yeah. Yeah, two, three, like four hours. And yeah, I know it's like you're in a totally different realm or something. It's yeah, just like that feeling. It's like a high, I guess, kind yeah. of right, in a sense. Yeah, so kind of a adrenaline yeah. or you know. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um so you've had a lot of cool experiences in the industry. Um, you know, you mentioned uh over 10 years of experience yeah. and you've also performed kind of 
around the world. Um, I know that you performed a lot in South Africa, which is really cool. Um, I've so that's on my list to go visit at some point in time. Um, but yeah, so tell me a little bit about that experience. Um, you know, I know you, you lived in South Africa for a while and, um, started doing some really cool performances there. And I think I saw somewhere that you were the first female artist in South Africa to be endorsed by Fender. Yeah, that's that is, awesome. That is correct. Um, yeah, like basically when I, I moved there when I was 18, so I just finished high school. Um, the reason I ended up moving there, first of all, was because um, my mom was actually from South Africa, Okay. Um, particularly where we lived. Um, and uh, my parents, yeah, they retired and um, they, or it was, I guess I, I realized it was probably mostly my mom. She was like, I guess she had this urge to sort of go back to her roots and kind of be with her family there. And um, I guess, yeah, I mean, you know, they just kind of wanted to live a very sort of relaxed lifestyle. And, um, you know, I was, you know, just finishing high school and my mom was like, okay, you can either, you know, you can stay here with your sister right, or in Canada here with your sister, you can come with us to South Africa. So I kind of had like this big decision to make, um, you know, they weren't really sort of, uh, pulling me either way I guess it was totally my choice and I saw the opportunity to go to a new country I'd never even you know been outside of Canada at any point before that so it was like suddenly just moving to a whole you know new continent and everything um, <laughs> different just, hemisphere yeah. too <laughs> exactly well, totally know, different a long time to just yeah my body had to like adjust to like the time yeah. and everything it was crazy but um you know when I got there and really you know kind of got to see the country and um it's so it's so beautiful um like we were in Cape Town which is like like the, or yeah, in South Africa, right, being the most southern tip, um, you know, we're right there, like by the ocean as well, and the mount the mountains there are beautiful. Like obviously, Cape Town is known for Table Mountain, um, and uh, yeah, and then obviously there's also so much culture and diversity um, there as well, and you know, even just like in the music as well, the music scene, like there's so many like interesting like African and like sounds and um, just yeah, so much diversity just in the music as well. Um, and I basically jumped on the scene like pretty much as soon as I moved there, like within like less than a year, I think I was like already like, you know, eager to get out there and like wanting to perform. And, um, you know, this was actually my first time becoming like an independent artist because I used to sing with my sister when, you know, I was here in Canada still up to that point. And um, so I was nervous, but excited at like the idea of, okay, like I'm gonna go out there on my own now and like do this <laughs> solo. Um, you know, thankfully my dad actually kind of like helped me to sort of just take those baby steps to get out there first. Like he helped me approach, you know, different venues. Um, I would bring my guitar with me and kind of like just, yeah, kind of show up at these venue like bars and restaurants and be like, hey, so I'm interested in playing at your venue. Like, can I play you a few songs? Let me know what you think and if we can book something. Um, you know, yeah, I didn't even know what these venues thought of me, but I, you know, uh, uh, the great thing is I did get a lot of gigs actually just already from the get go, which I wasn't even really expecting, but I guess they were impressed <laughs> with what they heard. And, um, you know, I had lots of regular gigs at the beginning and then obviously and then I kind of expanded myself into like um like also the corporate scene and weddings and then I started to play some festivals I was in a few different bands um so kind of going back from solo to band to solo to a different band and ultimately I was in a band called the Sweet Resistance which was the last like two years I lived there 
And that's when I got to do some of my biggest performances there where I opened, or we, sorry, we opened up for um, um, uh, live while they were on their reunion tour. And then also we were one of the opening acts for the Pixies as well when they were on their tour in South Africa. So those are like the biggest concerts I ever played because that was like over like 10,000 people, I think at each. I was gonna say, those concert, are big shows, yeah. <laughs> I was. I was on like such a high I still remember like being on those stages like first of all like the stage itself was just like so huge like that was like exciting and it's on its own and then actually having like 10 like 10,000 plus people in front of me it's like yeah it's like a different kind of high I can't explain um but like I mean I, I still get and it's weird it's like I still I get just as nervous like playing in front of like one or two people um and it's like equally amount nervous of like in front of 10,000 people it's like it's weird actually for me there's like no difference I, I don't know <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it was it was a rush though and um you know I hope to one day experience that again and you know play some big concerts and festivals like that you know <laughs> no, that that is really cool and I I like how you'd mentioned when you were just looking for venues to to take you in you know as a performer it's very grassroots right like it wasn't yeah. the I don't want to say slimy way of doing things, but like, you know, it was just you walking in saying, Hey, here's my music yeah. and just putting yeah. yourself out there. Cause you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know how they were going to react. And I think that's really, um, it's, I guess, brave. Um, that's probably the, the best way to put it. And just, you know, you just, you knew what you wanted and you, you just, you went for it. And I think that's yeah. really awesome. And then to have that growth to the point where, you know, you were opening for live and the Pixies. And I mean, I've, I, when I was in college, I was in a little, well, I wouldn't say little, cause we were like, I don't know, 12 pieces or whatever, <laughs> but this band where my two friends started it and they just started, kept adding instruments. And I played the clarinet. They're like, Hey, do you want to play on some songs? I played clarinet in high school. That's cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I've, you know, it's interesting. I've heard a lot of people lately played it. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, for opening our college had a um like a spring arts festival and so we opened um for I think it was real big fish if I remember correctly um and I but getting up on that stage like luckily they had the lights out so I couldn't see anybody because I oh, get stage okay. right oh okay yeah. I'm like, okay, I think we all get it but yeah I, I get what but you're I remember getting off the stage and I had that that kind of like that high like oh my yeah. gosh we just did that just, that was incredible yeah. it was so much fun yeah um, yeah it's like once you I think it's always just like for me it's always just kind of getting through the first song or the majority of the first song on stage and then I'm kind of like easing into it and sort of relaxing a little more and I kind of grow a little more confidence and like you know I'm like I'm here I'm doing my thing and um yeah you just gotta like own it I think when you're when you're up there that's like the main thing and I think people can kind of feed off of that right because if if you're um you know yeah if you're like not just I mean to be honest I'm actually a very shy person and I don't even talk that much on on stage I kind of keep that very minimal I'm very much more confident in just like the performance aspect of it like I'm very comfortable to just sing and you know play my guitar right. but when I'm talking between that like I'm very shy <laughs> I keep it very minimal so you know I, I still get yeah like that for me that gives me stage fright like talking but um yeah, I think you've just got to like, like I said, you just own it and be like comfortable and confident in your own skin and people kind of feed off of that. So you know, if you're, yeah, if you believe in yourself, I think other people will be like, you know, that's awesome. <laughs>
Yeah. It's all about your mindset and how you yeah. go into it. And, um, you know, if you think that you're going to be scared and too awful and you're going to mess up, then you, right. that's going to happen. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Um, if you just go in yeah. Yeah. and, sure. and having fun, right? Like, I yeah. think that's the most important is, you know, as creatives, we have fun with what we do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and that's I think important. It's got to come across, you know, on stage. I mean, you know, you're putting in all this hard work behind the scenes, right? So that, you know, you, you earn that little bit of enjoyment as well. Like when you're on the stage, right? You know, yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Enjoy. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the things that we talk about a lot in the podcast is being a woman in the music industry, how, um, you know, if you have experiences and how you've overcome them. Um, so I'm just curious, I mean, I, you know, between Canada and um, South Africa, you know, have you come across any of that? And, and were there any, I guess, differences between the countries as, as how you made your way as an artist? Um, so the, the thing is, I guess, I only sort of went full-time and professionally into music when I actually moved away from Canada. So I didn't really get to, only now since I moved back, which is like just over two years ago, I think now, but yeah, since I moved back home. So like, and obviously now with the whole COVID thing hitting, it's right, it's a little different. Like near impossible trying to like, I'm basically trying to break out like brand new year on the scene as an artist. I mean, I basically, to a degree, I established myself in South Africa. I mean, I had 10 solid years there, but you know, here only being back for two years and basically one year, you know, and like, covid era yeah. <laughs> so i haven't really had a proper chance to you know really dive into the scene i mean i've you know just started and i've you know before the whole lockdown thing and everything but yeah i was playing some you know kind of rough, roughly regular gigs um like around mississauga and toronto area um you know just like bar again sort of starting out the same way i did when i was in south right. africa um you know yeah play, playing open mics um you know uh yeah just approaching different venues i've been playing again just bars and restaurants so you know it's it's all about you've got to you know how they always say you got to pay your dues <laughs> so that's what I'm, I'm trying to do obviously it's kind of impossible right now but uh, you know that's as soon as um, you know things open up again and I can get out there I'm gonna be right back on it so um but I I mean I know the Canadian scene has a lot of big opportunities and um you know I, I yeah I got to experience amazing amazing things in South Africa on the scene but um you know like let's just talk about I mean we've got Alanis Morissette, Brian Adams I mean we've got like some of the biggest names in like global music scene so like yeah you know, I know that there's huge opportunities and, um, you know, if you put in the hard work, I believe, yeah, you, you can get there. So I'm yeah. going to try and get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then hopefully once, uh, you know, everybody gets their vaccine and we can get out and go to shows again, that'll start to grow. And, and I think what you're doing now, um, you know, really building up your repertoire and, you know, kind of building up that fan base yeah. from your home that's yeah. going to help you when you get out and you can go out to shows and you can say, Hey, you've seen me on Instagram. <laughs> like yeah. now yeah. you can see me in person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get the real thing now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope exactly. Yeah, people will be encouraged to come out, you know, and, yeah. and, I, and I'm, I know people will be, cause I know how eager we are just to get out get there out. And, and live <laughs> a little again. So, um, and yeah, we're all, you know, everyone enjoys entertainment live live music so 
I know that that will thrive again once it's once it's going. So I'm excited for that day to come back. <laughs> yeah, no, and and I, I'm kind of divided myself. I'm like, I'm really eager to get back and I want to go see a show and I want that. But now it's like knowing all we know about how like viruses are transmitted. I'm like, do I yeah. really want to be in a room with people like that? Like, oh, I don't well, know. Yeah. No, it's just, it's not. I mean, cause I go to a lot of like punk rock shows where it's like, everybody's like, Oh, like, yeah, really on top of yeah, on top of each other, and I'm like, yeah. I'll probably now be the person in the back of the room. <laughs> right. Yeah, especially if it's like one of those really tight, small kind of clubs, right? Yeah, and those are the ones I go to. Those are the ones I love. So yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be different. But you know, I think, and I think that's the cool thing is a lot of artists, and you know, like yourself too, like you know, you can't go out and perform, so you're really finding other ways to pivot. Yeah. And 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 still stay in touch with your audiences. And it's been amazing to watch these people. I'm like, you know what? Those are the people that are going to be successful once we come out of this. And once they can go and, and, and tour and perform live and meet people yeah. and, and all that, um, you've been able to really connect with your audience um, and, and start to build that up while you're from home. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess just really trying to keep busy. Yeah. My social media, uh, like all of my social media platforms. Right. So like I'm on Instagram, Twitter, or I'll just do a little plug plug here. <laughs> yeah. So it's all just at Natasha Meister on yeah Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is Natasha Meister music. Um, and then I've got, um, what else is there? Spotify, just again, my name and YouTube again. Yeah. Natasha Meister. So yeah, I've been, um, or I was posting a lot of like cover videos as, as well on my YouTube channel. Um, actually, I've kind of, I haven't in like a, like a month or two now, but it, I was a little quiet there, but I might actually get back into that again, just because that's a way for me to keep busy and to kind of keep my audience sort of engaged with just, yeah, my music and sort of generally what I'm up to and, and to just yeah, kind of present my take on and different popular songs, you know, that kind of come out on the radio these days. And um, right. I think that's sort of like an interesting way to just kind of, yeah, keep offering content to, to my fans. And like I said, yeah, just sort of just, I don't know, just being um, like present on social media. Like um, I, obviously I was promoting my, my, my latest single for a bit and just sort of engaging with my fans like that, just getting them hyped up for, for a new song. Right. Um, yeah, and besides whatever other stuff in between bits, I think, yeah, just staying present as much as I can and, and engaging with my fans, like, you know, yeah, if they send me a message, you know, I, I write back and and things like that. I think, yeah, just, you know, you don't want to kind of just disappear. I know it's easy to sort of disappear during these times and and kind of kind of close up and, and right. not be anywhere to be found. <laughs> but um, yeah, you want to, I mean, I think, yeah, if you want to maintain you know, that fan base and, and let them know you're still around and, and, you know, you're going to get out there once things are better. Yeah. Um, you know, then they'll kind of fall, you'll, you know, stick with you on your journey. So yeah, just don't, don't lose touch with them. I think that's important. <laughs> yeah, no, that's key. And you'd mentioned, you know, we, you just released your single and do you have anything coming up in, in the works? Um, I know some, some artists that I've talked to, they do a single every couple months or some are working on EPs or LPs. And um, is there anything that you're kind of building towards for 2021? Um, yeah, so besides the uh, latest single I put out, um, yeah, I'm kind of working on like constantly writing and producing. Um, yeah, I'm actually working, yeah, very much just writing and producing myself 
these days. Um, I don't really have like a team I work with or anything. So it's just basically me, but um, I'm, my sort of plan for 2021 is to just sort of release um, singles like sporadically, I guess, throughout the year. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm not exactly sure when the next single will come out, maybe in a month or two, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've got so many ideas I'm working on at the moment. And, um, you know, once one of them is to that point where I'm like, okay, this is something I can release to the world, then I'll, you know, then I'll do that. Um, but I, I'm like such a perfectionist. So like, I, 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 yeah, I don't like to rush into, and I think that's sort of why I like the idea of just releasing singles ra like randomly, um, rather than, I guess, sort of like the pressure of putting out a full album or, or like I released obviously an EP uh, in 2020. So, um, you know, which received pretty well, but I think, yeah, I just want to sort of try, it seems like a lot of artists are going down that road these days, like just releasing singles. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to test that, that out and see how that, how that works for me. And if my fans, you know, just enjoy each kind of song separately that I put out and yeah, we'll see how they receive it. Yeah. I think too. And I I've, you know, heard from a lot of people as well that, you know, when an artist released a full album, it's like you re release the album, you got maybe, you know, one or two singles off of it. And then it's, unless you're touring, it kind of goes radio silent. And I think right now it's such a smart idea to just do one, one a month, one every other month, because that helps with the engagement, right? That keeps you in the front of their mind. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And then you, they're engaged and they keep, they keep following you. Cause there's just yeah. so much content out there. And I, I'm finding this with the, the podcast realm and oh, yeah, music yeah. coming out and vlogs. And there's just there's so much that you just can't keep up with it, right? I so I yeah. think- Everyone is out there doing their thing, which is awesome, but yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. to sift through. <laughs> yeah. Days. So I think for fans, especially if they are following you on the platforms, like, you know, you're with social media or on the streaming platforms, and then they see, you know, oh, she released a new song. It keeps you really in the front of mind so yeah. that when you do go tour, when you do find, you know, put an album together, um, you know, you're right there. But yeah, I mean, you know, you see it with other artists, like they release the big album, they've got their singles and then it's, yeah. And then it goes quiet. You're like, where'd they go? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I think also just, especially yeah, being like an independent artist, um, you know, because I don't really, I don't have that backing of like a, I don't know, like a label or a big right. marketing company to kind of constantly like promote me or promote an album. I think, you know, it's kind of easier for me being independent to, yeah, just kind of do one song at a time and promote it. yeah and kind of space it out so I can like you're saying like kind of always be sort of present and out there like putting out new content and um yeah you know just spacing it out I think is kind of a I think a good sort of approach for an independent artist so yeah I hope I hope this will work out <laughs> yeah oh I'm sure it will um and I'm looking forward to uh I've actually followed you on Spotify so oh awesome. we'll, uh next time I see one come through, we'll share it. Um, and I'm actually thinking about putting together, um, like a, a playlist on Spotify for all the women who've been on the podcast. So I'll be sure to, to add the, the most recent one on there and, um, we'll I'll have to check that out. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to work on that this weekend, so we'll get it, get I it done. All women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so kind of like, wrapping up here a little bit um do you have any resources you would recommend or any kind of advice for women looking to enter 
music industry as you know singer songwriter artist musician um you know just yeah anything that you've you've got on the top of your mind that you'd recommend um so I actually recently started reading a book um I know it's kind of been out there for a while or this is like um um how to say a, a renewed version or something but um it's called all you need all you need to know about the music business um I know it's a book yeah every artist um I feel like every artist heard about this even before me but I'm sure there's still a lot of artists that haven't even read it mm-hmm. and to be honest it just, I guess it just kind of took me a little while to actually sit down and decide okay I'm gonna actually read this book I've actually just started um and yeah I'm already learning like it's very insightful and um yeah, just full of like important important things you need to know as an artist and um like i've just started it and i'm already learning like about you know kind of how to build a team around you like i think so many artists we try to be and I, to be honest i'm kind of guilty of it too like not to say it's a bad thing like to be independent but you still need other people you need help from other people like it's too much to do all that especially all the admin stuff on your own because then you kind of lose you know, touch with your creativity because your admin kind of sucks the life out of you and yes. um, you know, you can't really get into that zone of just creative mind and all that and the juices can't really flow properly. And um, right. so I think, yeah, that the book is kind of really opening me up to like, you know, finding, yeah, like a good manager or personal manager. Um, and, uh, or, I mean, this is something I'm actually still currently trying to build myself. So I'm not even there but I'm learning about it so I know okay who to look for how to look for them so like finding personal manager business manager an agent right who can book you shows um you know once I get to that point like a tour manager right once I get out on the road and so yeah I mean it's um oh and a music lawyer apparently very important (laughs) I I don't know anything about music lawyers or anything so I'm I'm just learning again about that but um it's yeah the business side of music is way more complicated than I ever actually realized so I think yeah anything I could give um (laughs) yeah anyone sort of a piece of advice would be yeah learn about the business side of it because I know being creatives we most of the time we don't want to learn about that and I was always so hesitant even these days I still am but I'm trying I just have to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone and and realize the importance of it because you can't you can't have the creative side without the business side because then yeah you're just you're not really gonna go and I mean you can be the most talented person but if you if you don't have the team or if you don't have the knowledge yourself like you're just gonna get lost like in in the noise <laughs> I guess so yeah um yeah so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no I, I was gonna say that that that's so important and I think a lot of people don't have that background and they don't realize I, you don't need to be an expert in it, right? Like you don't need yeah. to be an expert in the law. You don't need to be an sure. expert at the finances and royalties. Yeah. But books like this, like this is, I have two copies of this book. Oh, I have awesome. one from 2004 and then one from 2015. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, total difference because 2004 was before Spotify and streaming right. and all of that. iTunes yeah. was just coming into into play and all these digital downloads and then 2015 Spotify Apple you know all those had been in the mix for a while so it was interesting to to read the the two different I mean same book but two different editions wow interesting yeah Yeah. see I I didn't read or I didn't read the first the first sort of edition so I'm just reading the latest one which obviously 
you know, I need, I need to know what, like, especially with everything, yeah, online and, and streaming and um, right. you know, all that, just kind of the direction, the business mm -hmm. is moving. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, so it's, it's important to, to kind of educate yourself on, on those things. And like, like you were right. saying, you don't have to be an expert, but just it's important to be aware so that you can, you know, at least maybe uh, know how to build, like, like I was saying, like a team around right. you or how the right people in place who can focus on those things so you can just enjoy the creative side of it right and right you, know, you have those people kind of like protecting you and and you know focusing on the admin and you can yeah just do your thing <laughs> exactly yeah and it's it's important i think to read these kinds of books because you just need to understand each piece of the industry just understand how it works so that you can hire when you hire those people that are surrounding you you know what to look for and what not, you know, what, yes, yes. you know, what they shouldn't be doing. And you can yeah. at least keep your, even if you're not involved in, in the day to day, you can keep your eye on it. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, the first thing I learned in entertainment law was to read everything. So read those, read the contracts from like top to start. And even if you have a lawyer, yeah. make sure that you're just, you know, you're reading it, you understand the basics of it. Um, so you, you make sure you're not, you know, getting into trouble with anything and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely a great resource. Signing any contract, I guess, I mean, or generally is, is a big deal. I mean, it could be something you're, you're locked in for a year or a couple of years and, you know, you want to know what you're getting yourself. Yes. Into, yeah. Right. And um, yeah, yeah. It's good to have a lawyer, like check those, check those yeah. things. The one for me, I don't, I'm not good at like reading fine printing contracts and sometimes <laughs> understanding half of the words and the mm -hmm. things. I'm just like, what is even, what are they even talking about? Yeah. yeah you've got to have like an expert look at that. I think it's important. Yeah. The the one thing I, I learned to look out for was the term in perpetuity. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> that like, that means forever. So, forever. and, well, and it's yeah. interesting if you look at some contracts too, it's like, um, it's not just the country, it's not the world. It's the universe, the universe. Oh, I've seen which that. is, which is funny because it's like, you know, yeah. what if down the line, you know, it goes out into space, you yeah. know, it's, it's just really interesting to, to, you yeah. know, note those details. And I remember being yeah. in business and, and, um, in, you know, or entertainment business and entertainment law classes and like, and hearing these things. And it's, it's just interesting. It's like, people really think of everything, yeah, everything. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yes. We've got to be so careful. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I think it's, it's, you know, important, even if you don't understand law and all that, just, you know, start, start to learn these kinds of terms, Yeah. you know, and, and, and recognize when they're there. And um, yeah, I've, I've been through paralegal classes too. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. The, the things they put in, you know, I remember sitting, reading contracts and reading through, you know, um, you know, sample, like, you know, lawsuits and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's intense. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like um, a whole, yeah, a whole other side of yeah. the music world as well. So yeah, like you said, just, yeah, educate yourself as best as you can, but you know, yeah, obviously these things take, take time to learn. It's not going to be an overnight thing. Yeah. Um, I don't think you, probably at any point ever learn everything there is to know about the business but um you know baby steps and you know start today like just start like understanding it a little better today and 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 that will yeah. help you out you know, big time so yeah yeah and there's there's other um 
you know, there's online classes, um, there's Skillshare, which I know has some, you know, business classes and all that kind of stuff. So it's, um, it's good to, to also find some of those classes too. And even if you're just listening, you know, podcasts and all that, and I guess it kind of brings me to your next question. Um, other than, I guess, you know, the, all you need to know about the music business book. Do you have any favorite books or podcasts or I guess even artists that inspire you, inspire your music? Yeah. Um, that's actually like the only book I'm sort of reading at the moment. <laughs> um, the funny thing is I'm actually not a big reader. <laughs> so like it takes me like a lot just to focus and read one book. Never mind like more, I can't yeah. manage more than one at a time. <laughs> My mind is just like crazy, I can't focus. But um, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, there's not really any podcasts I'm listening to <laughs> um, right now. But like just, yeah, kind of what's inspiring me at the moment. Like I said, just like I'm listening to a lot of different music. Um, right now it's, I'm huge on like Lady Gaga. Um, uh, also listening a lot to just, yeah, Taylor Swift's latest music as well. Um, yeah, those yeah. albums were yeah uh, yeah folklore yeah folklore yeah that's a good album. Yeah. very mellow but yeah beautifully beautifully written i love um she has such amazing like lyric um like skill like skills like just how she yeah. uses her words together i think is so beautiful like she has a beautiful mind like how she comes up with with these lyrics sometimes yeah. that's really inspiring me um yeah just listening to to that at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, so I listened to Taylor way back in the day when she was her first album. She was country because I grew up on country too. Um, okay. And and then I kind of when she moved into pop, I kind of you know put it on the back burner. Just you know, I'm not huge on pop. I listen to it once in a while when I get in the mood. Um, yeah. But like that kind of the way she kind of went, I was like, uh, I mean, I I love like you'd mentioned Lady Gaga, and I love. Um, that but for whatever reason Taylor's more poppy albums didn't really I don't know resonate I just yeah they didn't really resonate and then when she released these two albums last year I was just it like I couldn't stop listening to it like it was just and I don't know if because I know um uh, uh what's his name from the national um was helped work on it and and that and and I love the national and you know, just, I guess for the year and the way the year went, it was more that speed. It was like, it's kind yeah. of I think what I needed for that time yeah. period, yeah, both in the summer and the fall. The yeah. Space you're in sometimes. Yeah. Like whether, you know, whether a certain artist or album appeals to you or not at, at the time. Um, I think, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's great. That's why we have such a huge realm of different genres and with music and, and artists yeah. right you know like every artist is always putting out like something different each time and um so you know sometimes one album might be your cup of tea and then the next one is right. like like what is what are they doing like, <laughs> yeah. in that direction? but then someone else might be like oh but I love it and like, I think yeah. that's so interesting I mean like you know one person's what's a cup of tea for them right like, the other person's like no like, well then you might come back to it years later too yeah. you know yeah. there was um a band called OAR okay. and they were a really big kind of, I think it was like late nineties, early two thousands, kind of around the same time of, as Dave Matthews band when they had their oh, big. Okay. Okay. Um, and I remember I went and saw somebody open for them. And then I just, we we're sitting through the concert and I was like, I, I can't get into this. Like uh-huh. it's not, you know, for me. And then I saw them uh, play somewhere else years later. 
And I was, I texted my friend who'd gone to the first one with me and I was like, yeah, so I really like them now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling so it just depends on, you know, what you're going through personally too. And exactly. Yeah. yeah. And obviously I think, yeah, just as a person yourself, like your, your taste in music will change and evolve as well over time. And that's the thing. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen for everyone. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, I, I have my Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears CDs from, you know, the the late 90s, early 2000s. So, and then now I'm like really into, um, you know, indie and, you know, the, well, those Taylor Swift albums are amazing and yeah. that kind of like mellow, you know, but I'm sure in like, you know, next year or even this year, I, you know, try to get myself pumped up a little bit more yeah. <laughs> for, for a hopefully, fingers crossed, good year. Um yeah you know that pop you know bring that pop back so um yeah yeah, it's just it's interesting you know the way people way we respond to music yeah it is very interesting yeah it's yeah great (laughs) yeah um yeah so uh last question here before we go um I think you mentioned it earlier, but where can my audience find and connect with you on you know online on social media on all your platforms or is there just one central location we should send them they can um, find you yeah, from there there's, there's a couple I mean I'm actually sort of or my website is up and running I'm sort of in the middle of actually just revamping it as well but it should yeah it's still online and okay. working at the moment <laughs> um yeah just check out natashameister.ca um yeah actually the new the new site should be up by, or next week for sure hopefully yeah okay. should be up and running so yeah people can kind of check it out and, and get familiar with the new site um and yeah just a little update on on that and then uh yeah my socials are for twitter and instagram it's just my handles at natasha meister facebook is natasha meister music and uh what am i forgetting <laughs> yeah and <laughs> also yeah the, want to check out my latest sort of cover videos I have some original stuff up there too um again just my name um and um yeah I think that's pretty much it oh and I'm on Spotify as well if you want to check out okay. music you can stream it there and yeah yeah I'll uh, I'll link to all those in the show notes so everybody can find you connect with you listen to your music um and uh listen to your new single awesome yeah. and yeah 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 go check it out it's my latest offering and hope everyone loves it. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely share that. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. This was uh, awesome. Thanks, Christy. Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you for listening to the Broken Glass podcast. If you like the show and want to know more, visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com. Subscribe to the podcast and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.